Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. My name is Nikki Cross and you can probably hear that I've not long woke up. Um, <laughs> I'm in Turkey and I had a podcast episode that I had scheduled to release tomorrow. So it's Wednesday the 26th, I think I want to say, of um, October. I have an episode that I wanted to release tomorrow, but I think I'm going to release this instead. This episode is all about anxiety. Now, I just want to be very clear before I head into this episode. I have no qualifications to talk about what I'm going to talk about, only experience. Please take this episode as me sharing my experience with you in the hope that you can find some golden nuggets in it for you because um, this is a really sensitive topic for many 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 people um and i i say that because i know that if i had to listen to something like this i don't know like um 20 no not 20 years ago how old am i yeah, oh my god 20 years ago <laughs> god i'm getting old um yeah it probably I, I would have needed someone to explain that to me right so let me first start off by um obviously sorry about the sound quality of this episode i'm recording it on my phone I am still in bed, <laughs> but I know it's going to be helpful to someone somewhere. I know that. So um, let me explain where this comes from. Every now and again, I get anxiety. And it's normally in situations where I am not in my comfort zone. So I'm not in my normal routine or I'm not in a normal place. Um that's normally when it comes up. But for me, I really battled with anxiety between the ages of probably 15 to, I'll say like 19. So much so, um, and I'm going to talk in quite depth in what I'm about to say, um, that I should probably give a bit of a trigger warning around um, bulimia or any, um, what's it called? Um, what's the bloody word for it? <laughs> I keep wanting to say food intolerances, <laughs> but I know that that is not what this is. Um, eating disorders, that's the one, eating disorders. So technically I didn't have, so by the way, if you listen on, that is at your own will. Um, and I trust that you're making the best decision for you. I didn't actually have an eating disorder. I had an anxiety disorder that turned into an eating disorder because I wasn't coping very well with it. So when I was young, I would get so anxious that the only thing that I learned to do, which was a really unhealthy thing, um, but the only thing I learned to do to get rid of the anxiety out of my body was to throw up. So it started very innocently. So I would get anxious, I would get panicky. And I, I'm i going to be really honest with you in this episode, I actually don't know the difference between anxiety and panic. I know that there are differences. I'm going to use them interchangeably because I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just sharing my experiences with you. Um, but I would get myself so anxious and so panicked that I would go into the bathroom and I would I would run cold water on my hands, which did work, to be fair. But sometimes it would get that overwhelming that I would physically be sick. Um, and then I suppose I just got into a habit of thinking, well, this is the thing that's going to 
make the anxiety go away. It was all very subconscious, like it wasn't conscious. That's why I say it wasn't really an eating disorder because I don't think it was anyway because, um, yeah, anyway... (laughs) I'm going down a rabbit hole that really I don't need to go into great depth of. I've got I've got experience with anxiety. I know what it is. I know what it feels like. At the time, I went to some cognitive behavioural therapy, um, CBT. I had some counselling and um, talking therapy. And I suppose the the thing that I realised is you. It doesn't like healing from something like this. Not healing. Um, supporting yourself through something like this I don't really think there's anything to be healed I don't really know why I said that it's just a popular thing to say isn't it sorry about me um supporting yourself with something like this it takes time it takes time to well it did for me to figure out what worked and anyway I'm on holiday right now so come back to present day and we had a lovely first day here yesterday but when I was sat in the hotel room just completely chilling out at night and I could feel my body start to decompress I um felt this I felt anxiety like really rising up oh I should probably tell you as well from the ages of like um really young so like eight onwards I used to get really homesick um so I'm raising that just because it links into what I'm about to tell you so if I ever was like staying out or anything I would get so anxious that I would usually have to ask to be taken home. Like, that's not... The only thing that would settle me was being at home. That was the only thing that would settle me. I just didn't feel safe. I just wanted to be with my mum or my dad if my mum wasn't available. (laughs) Or one of my sisters. Well, mainly my mum. Anyway, so roll on to Corridae and sat with my husband and my son and his friend. And I could just feel the anxiety really rising up in me and um I want to talk to you about what that felt like and then I want to talk to you about the technique that worked for me because I feel like this isn't something that I hear talked about in a way that I can relate to um so let me the 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 only way I can explain it is like something was rising up And as I felt it rising up through my body, I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And like (laughs) the oh no in my head was like recognising what this was. And it's so weird when it happens. I've made a few notes to explain it um, just as I'm sat in bed this morning. But okay, so the first thing that I noticed is I was like, oh no, I'm not okay. And then... What I noticed my mind started to do was look for ways that I wasn't okay. So like, oh, am I sick? Am I all right? And like, there was so many question marks in that moment for me. But it was weird because on the one hand, I knew I was all right. But on the other hand, I definitely did not feel okay. (laughs) And I think what that was, was me trying to rationalise and make it logical, make it make sense. And I think that's the, the first thing that I notice about anxiety is it doesn't make sense and we try and make it make sense. And the more we try and make it make sense, the worse it is because we're trying to make something make sense that doesn't make sense. And the more you try and do that and look for logic in it, the worse it gets because there is none. So you're trying to rationalise something that cannot be rationalised. The second thing 
that I noticed is I wanted dual opposite things. Like I wanted space, but I also wanted presence. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to be acknowledged, but I didn't want to be acknowledged. Like I wanted opposite things. And I think it's very normal when you're feeling very, very anxious to want opposite things and to be very confused about what you want. I would really encourage you to outside of an anxiety or panic episode, really speak to someone who you're around a lot and confide in them and talk with them about what you need in those moments. Because for me, all I need in those moments is for someone to be present with me in their own loving way, not to smother me, not to try and take me out of it, not to try and... um not like I certainly don't need them to get uncomfortable with it that would be shit but I think what's really important is that outside of an anxiety attack or a panic attack that someone else knows how to best deal with you um you know do you want to is it best that they just leave you alone and this is like all very best case scenario like sometimes there isn't another person there or you're not you know you're not in a place where they like physically you're not in a place where they can be there for you or whatever um so yeah I noticed myself wanting opposite things and I want to say on that like that reassurance that I wanted from outside of me I very much needed from inside of me and I've trained myself to give myself that but I want to let you know that I did look for that outside of myself initially um and the last thing was it felt like it wasn't gonna end like when I sort of realised what it was, and I was like, oh shit, this this is anxiety, and I'm feeling it, and it was, it was just that instant, it wasn't really, again, like, none of these are conscious thoughts, it was just that feeling of, like, this isn't going to end, anyway, so I want to talk to you about my techniques, because I feel like I can be really helpful in this episode of just sharing with you what I do, there are many, many things that help me, like taking myself into a cool space, letting cold air hit my face if I'm in a warm environment. Um, normally, if I'm at like a dinner table or something like that, it will be um, moving food, like not just food, but moving people, move, like moving away from people, giving myself some physical space, um, giving myself some fresh air, giving my, like holding an ice cube is perfect it's very tricky to get hold of an ice cube when you need it most (laughs) but um um but they're all like very micro um techniques i just want to tell you about the overarching technique that works for me and it's really simple and let me just read out what i've said here my technique is oh yeah it's really simple and it, it is just that i tell myself i am a safe home for myself while i feel like this And it helps me to find in that moment what works for me because what my brain wants to do... I'm sorry if you can hear people next door screaming. (laughs) I am in a hotel. Um, And I don't know why they're screaming. Children. Not my children. Um, Where was I? Yeah, like, I don't know. In the moment, I don't know what I'm going to have access to. I don't know when I'm going to get anxiety. Like, it's very, very rare for me these days. But... This technique of I am a safe home for myself while this anxiety is with me, it really helps me because it helps to disassociate myself with the anxiety. So it's like, it's like, (laughs) I don't know why I'm Australian now. It's like, um, it's like, 
here's me and I know who I am. And then I've, there's an anxiety that's visiting my body and it helps me to treat it like that. This is just a visitor and I am a safe home for myself while this visitor is here. And I don't say that in making the anxiety like wrong or bad. Like, of course it feels shit, right? I'm not, not negating that. Like it feels awful while you're having anxiety, but I think it, it's a really helpful thing for me to be like, I am not anxiety. It's not my anxiety. Like, I don't own it. Like, it's something with me or a part of me. It's just, I am a safe space for myself while this anxiety is here. Or I am a safe home for myself while this anxiety exists with me. And you can put whatever variant of that as you want on it for yourself but I think it's just really useful to be able to see that you aren't the anxiety it's in you it's visiting you and it and it by the way it's generating very real feelings like your nervous system is going to be reacting in a certain way your heart rate your sweat glands your breathing it's going to be affecting all of those things and I think if you can if you can allow yourself to be a safe home for yourself while the anxiety is there, you then start to look at yourself and your vessel and go, okay, if I'm a safe home for myself, let me look at my breathing. If I'm a safe home for myself, let me see if I can rub my arm or pat my arm. A lot of people like to rock themselves. Like again, it really, or put their hands on their heart. It really depends where you are. But imagine how you would treat a young child if you were trying to soothe them if they had anxiety. It's a little bit like that, but you're saying it to yourself, I'm a safe home while this anxiety exists in me. The other thing that I noticed while I was doing this is it makes me able to look forward to not feeling like this. Feeling anxiety is shit. Like for me, it's just shit. It feels very lonely. It feels feels like a very lonely place and a very like but I don't want this, like I'm in the middle of having a lovely time with people, it's very inconvenient, (laughs) but it's very lonely because it's only you going through it, and so doing that, like I'm a safe space to hold this for myself while, to be a home to myself while this anxiety is here, it makes me look forward to it, and sometimes what I'll do, without attachment to this, I want to make it very clear, like I'll tell myself it's only five minutes, it's only five minutes, and once the five minutes is gone, I'll feel a lot better. And I start looking forward to feeling better. Um, and that make, that brings me on to my last point. It makes me stay on my own side. Like, I think that I have probably explained in this episode, I used to have, I used to operate with very unhealthy ways of dealing with anxiety. And I don't want that for myself. Like, I've lived that life. Um, and it, it wasn't a very nice one. Um so I know what dealing with anxiety is like when I don't deal with it in a healthy way and so if I can deal with it in that way and be like do you know what this is going to pass I am a safe home for myself I will stay by my own side while this passes I think that's a really um loving thing that you can do for yourself and it's not always accessible. Like, I, I, this isn't another thing for you to be good at. Like, if you're listening to this episode thinking, oh, great, I'm shit at dealing with anxiety too. <laughs> like, this, you know, it it could have been hit or miss for me yesterday. It could have, like, it took me completely by surprise. So I want you to know that this isn't, like, a thing to be good at. I'm not 
Um, this episode isn't for that. This episode is just here to share my experience with you and to give you some ideas because you can, like, that's the biggest thing that I want to end the episode with. Um, you can, you can get really good at managing feelings that, not just anxiety, like feelings you don't want to feel. And I know that they come up in life and in business for so many of you. So, please, please commit to yourself to be a safe home for yourself, regardless of what, in air quotes, negative emotion your body is feeling. Because once you can start to do that, and once you can start to practice that for yourself, you start to see that, like, I love the name of the book, wherever you go, there you are. You're not going, (laughs) you're here with yourself. So we may as well get good at being by our own side when the difficult experiences come and they will come, you know, regardless of whether it's for you that's anxiety or something else. I just, I want this episode to be a reminder that they'll come and they'll come at a very inconvenient time. (laughs) So you could be on holiday, you know, having a lovely time or could be in, on the tube, it used to happen to me a lot, um, or in a meeting, you know, they happen at very inconvenient times and the more you can learn to be by your own side and to be a safe space in your own vessel, in your own self, in your own mind, when these negative in air quote experience come along. And I say in air quotes because it's not negative. It feels negative, but it's not. It's just, it's very normal actually. We're humans, so we're meant to have a range of emotions. And it's very normal to experience these emotions and these feelings. So I don't want to say that they are negative feelings because we're meant to have them. You know, I, I, personally, I think that they're there for a reason and they are just part of having a very human experience. So I don't personally see it as negative, but I know it feels negative. So when we're having these experiences, it's a really good practice to learn to be by your own side and having that safe space safe space and safe container within yourself to practice techniques that might work for you um is only going to be a good thing so that's it for me today i'm going to go and wake some teenagers up wish me luck um and i'm going to go and get some breakfast i feel just so you know i feel so much better this morning i felt better last night um but yeah i i really hope that this serves you today i know that anxiety and um, panic even but even like more low-key feelings um dread you know stuff like that I think that this episode can serve you if you are prepared to be there for yourself and find ways and techniques that work um as opposed to just hope that it never happens again because like I said my view is we're humans living a very human experience and in situations that are outside of our control, whether that's like me, you're in, you know, a new country, things are different, or whether it's, you know, something happens in life or in business that makes you feel like the rug's been swept from under your feet. These these experiences are going to happen, and it's really nice to know that you can be there by your own side to support yourself through it. So I hope this serves you today. Um, I released the episode I was going to release another time. I wanted to release this one. Um, in the hope that it serves whoever it serves who's listening to it. Okay, so with that, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too.